That Momac attack? It is the Momac attack ready for episode Cha-ching A. Good thing you remember because I was a little foggy right there. Man, come on. We got to get into it. It's a Christmas holiday spirit. So you know where we're going on this episode? Yes. Yeah, now that you mention it, I think that makes for a good topic. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Stirring the Pot. As Mo Max said, episode eight. I am Dewan, And today we're going to talk about Christmas holiday uh-huh. edition. Woo, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. <laughs> this, this is a good one, Dewan. I can't believe it's Christmas already. It feels like just yesterday I was making Thanksgiving dinner and boom, all of a sudden I got to buy me some pris- Christmas presents. Damn. Exactly. Yeah, I can remember you mo macking your lasagna, but I think you perfected it for that particular time. And oh yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm a, I'm a lasagna master now. Let me tell you, I got the ricotta cheese in the fridge today. I just did my grocery shopping. I got some, uh, you know, like uh, beef ready to go in the pasta sauce. I'm a, mm. I am never letting them oven ready noodles get the best of me. No humbugs, baby. I'm gonna take lasagna <laughs> to the next level with real ass noodles. Anyway, let's get back into Christmas. Yes, I totally agree with you. I have learned my lesson from those oven-ready noodles. Everybody mm. who was on my IG was making fun of me. But then I bounced back and had that nice lasagna spread. Oh, you feel good when you got that, man. And you know what's, what, you know what's up? When it's like you make that whole thing of lasagna, the tray, and then but in two days it's gone? Oh, shit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, shit. Like, I ate the whole damn thing. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's, it's, it's dangerous. Now, it's dangerous being a good cook. I'm sorry. Now, with us, Mo Mac, obviously Christmas plays a big part in our American lives. And I, I'm, I, can, I can imagine it must have been an interesting Christmas for you growing up, having that Romanian little spice in there. How, how was your Christmases, man, when you was a kid? Oh. See, this, this is the thing. You know what's funny about Christmas? Let me tell you one thing that's interesting. Now, I never – see, this is one thing I always wish I did as a kid. I never actually experienced Christmas in Romania. And Aww. I'm going to tell you – yeah, and I'm going to tell you why I feel bad about this because it's like a little fucking – like where I, I grew up and stuff in Romania. I mean the town I'm from. It's a little village. I'm going to say I think – something like 300 houses or something like that. Um, maybe a thousand. I don't know. Either between. So it's really small, tiny. Everybody knows each other, right? Right. Small, one main road, a couple of little streets, uh, a very small, quote unquote, safe place. But it's it's like a mountain valley. So you get a lot of snow. It's a lot of beautiful snow and stuff. And trust me, in this village, it's more like a village, right? Ain't nobody working during them Christmas, whatever seasons, you know. Things are chill. Times are relaxed. People had made their moonshine. They're in a good spirit, man. They're ready. They're ready ready for this holiday. And the other thing that I kind of missed out on, and check this out. It's a one religion country. Christian Orthodox. So it's a little different from uh, regular Christian and a little bit different from, you know, like, but right now they're caught up. They're with the Western, you know, the gift giving and all that shit. Yeah. But, but the religious aspect of it, everybody being on the same page, you know what? Not just happy holidays. It's Merry Christmas over there, right? Everybody's about the same religion. It's a different feel, you know, it's more inclusive. Like over here, you kind of, you kind of have to back away. Because you have to include everybody, right? You gotta have to back away your religious affiliation. But in Romania, we only got one motherfucking religion. Either you're in or you're out. You know, (laughs) you don't wanna be out, so be in, man. Join in the spirit. Um, And I kinda missed out on that. I wanted to see what that was all about. However, my parents being immigrants, and I don't know what's up with this. The funny thing about immigrant parents is this. See, you don't know because you don't have immigrant parents. I don't know if you know any immigrant parents. But when they're in their country ready to come to America, they fucking love America. Oh, they want to be American. America is the best place in the world. God damn. They come here. They come here. They're like motherfucking Americans, man. They don't do it like back home. That's the first thing they say. They don't do it like back home. Everything is like, man, they don't do this right. They don't do that right. They don't do Uh this. What the fuck you come over here for then, man? Dad. But, yo, he was big time into America, loves America, American culture, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness. David Thoreau, all those great American values, right? 
Um, and so they come here, but they bring the old country with them. And one thing they brought with them, and I remember this. I remember that. I'm like, what the fuck? They got in the mail the sausage-making machine. I'm like, what? The sausage-making machine, the one. Because mm. in Virginia, it's all about that pork sausage during Christmas, baby. That's how we do it. We slaughter. Check this out. I didn't even know this, but in Romania, slaughtering the pig is so synonymous with Christian uh, with Christmas that for Christmas, the sign language is a stab in the throat. Like, if you're going to sign through sign language in Romania, stabbing yourself in the throat means Christmas because that's killing the pig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how crazy they are about this shit. And I didn't even know it, but man, I tell you, every time I talk to my mom, I bring it up. She Christmas, yeah, especially around the holidays. She's like, I uh, remember how we make the sausage? And yes, I remember how we made the sausage. They had this big metal machine. It looked like a huge syringe, right? Uh-huh. And they involved me in the job, man. I, I, I don't remember how old I was. I was like eight years old or whatever. My dad had this thing. It must have been like, I don't know. It was one of those big, like, of, like con- mixing bowls, but it was gigantic. It must, have ho- it must have held like 20 pounds of pig, like two pork butts, you know, minced down. Like, they were no joke. They were like the restaurants. They had the mincing machine. They minced everything down. Mm. You know, we're talking about the Western beef big pork butts that were like, you know, $12, two of them and shit. Like, yo, that's like half a pig and mince them down. They make a, and yo, let me tell you, I think he used like five things of garlic, not like five little clothes. I mean the whole damn clothes, man. Mm. It was so garlicky. He minced that shit up. We got that thing going and you stuff this into this machine that looks like a giant syringe. I mean, giant syringe. It's about the size it's probably about the size of your leg. If you look at your thigh, that's about how, you know, big, round, blah, blah. And then it had like a little tube that stuck off of it. And that's where you put on the intestine and shit. And you're making sausage, right? And you had this crank on the side. You crank it and this big plunger will push all the minced meat you had in there and it shoot out that tube into the, well, and the sausage casing, what they call casing is really like pig intestine, but it's like, it goes on the tube like a condom. Yeah. It sounds nasty as hell, but this thing is shooting out. You know, there's my dad, like, gunning it out. Like, you know, he's in the army and shit. Like, let's go. And my job was, like, as the sausage comes out, it fills those little casings, but they're going to be air bubbles. So right. I had a little needle that had to be, like, popping every little air bubble. Like, it's not really popping. You just punch a little hole through it so it, like, doesn't allow any air to stay in there because when you cook the sausage, it's just, you know, it's going to like rip out. It's going to explode. So that was my job. So as he's going through, I'm like, jab, 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 jab. It was like a freaking, it was like a, you know, horror movie going on, man. When we're making this sausage. <laughs> <laughs> but you were having that fresh sausage. No steroids, no nothing required. You know what? You're absolutely right. Uh, from, I mean, it wasn't like farm pig, but whatever you got out the freaking pig store, you got, you got, you know, it's probably as, as fresh as you could get it. We're cranking it out. We're making our own sausage. All the ingredients were to my dad's recipe. He was oh, like, the freak. and I know the house was smelling good. No, the house was smelling. That's the best part about when you're done with the sausage. The best part about being done with the sausage is you're going to eat some damn sausage that night. Boy, I tell you, even the first night we made it and he would have like, I swear to God, the freezer would be stocked with sausage. We're talking about, you know how you get the sausage? I mean, it must have been like $300 worth of sausage by the end of the day because there was just so much of it that we would make. Oh, yeah, y'all was eating Christmas for the rest of the month, huh? Oh, my God, you know, and I tell you, this sausage, it's like it's like those McDonald's French fries. It's like double fried. It comes out so crisp and mm. delicious. Ooh, ain't nothing like it in the world, man. I tell you, whenever I think of Christmas, my mouth salivates a little bit because I'm thinking about the sausage and how good it was. You know, it's the original bangers of mash. You ever hear that? That's what the English people do. They do bangers and mash. Mashed potatoes. And sausage, Christmas staple in Romania, man. I'm telling you, you cannot go wrong with this. Cannot go wrong. Now, were you? Have you ever made that for uh, your wife? Have you ever made a, a traditional Romanian oh, yeah. meal and cranked oh, out the sausage? Yeah, check this out. Not only have I made it for my wife, so things have changed, right? So I married Japanese, making Japanese. And what's up is the only time that everybody in Japan has, you know, time off and stuff like that, time to spend with the uh, family and everything is during New Year's. 
So New Year's is super big in Japan. So we yeah. end up going around Christmas time. Sometimes we spend Christmas here. Sometimes we don't. We actually spend Christmas in Japan. And we stay there for New Year's because that's the big holiday. So what the hell do you do? Well, my parents being like, yo, you got to take the sausage to the family in Japan, boy. You got to <laughs> right, right. You got to let them know what's up. Check this out. They make the sausage and they, you know, yo, I'm telling you, man, I feel like it's a drug cartel. My mom be packing the sausage. She's like wrapping it in style, you know, all that aluminum foil and stuff. So the dogs won't smell it in the package. We smuggling it into Japan. You're not allowed to bring food, you know, and every time I'm going, I'm like, oh, shit, I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. And I don't know how the fuck these dogs don't smell it because every time we open the luggage, when we get there, even though the sausage is frozen and all that stuff, it just smells like, mm, you know, like you open the luggage. And I'm like, oh, my God, I got like this little bodega in there, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> Out of control. But I got to tell you, my Japanese family is born to be Romanian because they love that motherfucking sausage, bro. That's They're a like, good look. It's a great look. They're like, <laughs> when are you bringing the sausage back? I'm like, no, we ran out of sausage. I'm like, we just, I'm like, I'm out of sausage. It's crazy, you know? Everybody loves, they can't get enough of it. I'm, it's just, are they really Japanese? And Mickey's like, yeah, this is great. Yeah, I love it, man. And my mom's so proud. She's like, that's my boy. <laughs> you know, like she, she's so happy about being able to share some like Romanian traditional stuff. Right. His family. It's such a great look, man. Everybody be talking about it. Something we all connect on. And of course, we're all eating it. So we're enjoying some good ass homemade food, man. Uh, did you have anything like that when you were growing up, like food wise? that crazy you know what um one thing my mom would make for me this was like i mean of course of course we got the three cheese oven macaroni and <laughs> and uh later on she would get the deep fried turkey um oh snap that sounds delicious deep fried turkey i hear so many good things about that yeah, it's, it's as good as the people say. But one thing she would make for me that was special, and I was very greedy, is she would make me yogurt pies. Now, yogurt pies are so simple to make. It's, it's kind of easy. All you get is yogurt and whipped cream. You stir it together, put it in a graham cracker pie crust, sit in the fridge for like four or five hours, let it all gestate together, and you're good. So... Every Christmas and Thanksgiving, but let's just say for the to say Christmas, I would have like two or three yogurt pies because it was just made for me because it was like the thing that I love. And I would always have like cans of pop. I would have a case of pop and I just go to my room. I just go to get it, get my mom on the cheek, go to my room. It's done. Done deal. <laughs> like you walking in with like three pies and a case of pop. Whoa. It almost happened. You know what's interesting, Mo Mac. Engine oh <laughs> on this stuff. This sounds awesome, man. It's like, yo, don't call me until New Year's. I'm, I'm got this yogurt pie. I'm good. But you wow. know, now that I'm older, I take that. I took that for granted so much as a kid, living mm. at home with my mom while she's cooking a big ass meal that I don't have to cook. Right. Wow. Right. The things you take for granted, like now. You know, I'm looking at my fridge, just like Ricola, and it's Ricola, and back to my ass, because it's echoing and shit, because ain't nothing in that motherfucker. <laughs> I know, right? Like the freaking, like, me too, man. The roaches are yelling back at me at the fridge. It's like, you bachelor again. You got, all you got is drinks. Oh, fuck. Exactly, man. Oh, but I feel you. But yeah, you know, growing up, man, Christmas was, a, you know, amazing time. Having the vacation off two weeks, and I always remember like the snow, like playing football with my friends and stuff, us like bragging and arguing about what we're going to get. And of course, you got one friend that's exaggerating, saying, he, I'm going to get, I'm getting five PlayStations. Like, shut your dumb ass up. You ain't getting no five PlayStations. You probably don't got one PlayStation. So we were arguing, talking shit, and that moment of truth. Because my one friend, now this is the friend that actually had the good mom and shit but she would get him the shittiest gifts she got him some encyclopedias for fucking christmas <laughs> she wanted him to be smart what you talking about that's the good mom she want that boy to be smart he was crying he cried oh, 
oh, oh, man, I feel for him, though. I feel for him. That might, and I'm sure the mom was crying, too, because them encyclopedias wasn't cheap, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, they was expensive. And we made a truce where if he, if, if I, if I um, let him play my video games, he would let me play with his toy because he had some toys and shit that I wanted that my mom was kind of like, no, you ain't getting all those damn toys. But I have video games. It's weird. But we had a little nice, cool friendship that worked out. Oh, that's good, man. See, that's the best thing in friends. You got to find friends that supplement your toy them, right? Like, I had Sega. My friend had Nintendo. You see me? You exactly. see me? Exactly. Oh, right? I got to tell you, I still remember when I got Streets of Rage 2 on Sega Genesis. My oh. friend and I, we played that the whole night. That was one of the most memorable Christmases I've ever had because we just played it the whole night. Like, that's when I was a gamer mode playing 23 hours it was so much fun and we beat that game in like one day damn son i one day oh wow yo yo how was your thumbs after that because you know them controllers (laughs) couldn't play football couldn't play football man oh oh, no your thumbs must have been like yo we beat this game but ah (laughs) exactly and now when i think about it and now we're on the subject one of my most memorable christmas gifts i ever got was a talk boy, you know, from Home Alone 2 and shit. Wait a minute. How old was you when you got that talk boy? I had to probably been around 10, 11. Maybe 10, 11? Yeah, wow. around that. It's an interesting gift to be given to somebody. Like, what, 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 made, you, what made Santa Claus bring that over your house? <laughs> I was obsessed with the movie. And when I seen... Now, this is how slow I was back then as a kid. I did not realize that that was just a common... You could get a common tape recorder. You know, that's what it really was. But it was the fact that in the movie, with the movie magic, they, it made it seem like you could change the voice, like, to some adult or something. You know, like how they did in the movie when he was like, Kevin, what are you doing? I'll kick her ass. You know, and then he <laughs> that yes. So I was like, oh, man, this is cool. And then I seen the commercials for it, like, talk slow and talk fast. Switch the dial. And I told my mom, I have to get this. So when she got it for me, I was just recording every single day. Just I, I thought it was so much fun playing with my voice, which is funny because that's what you're doing with me now, making my voice two times faster, four times faster and shit. You got to love technology, baby. We ain't got time for that. We got to speed you up the what? <laughs> <laughs> we just ain't got time for that. That's right. You know what's funny? The magic, but check this out, the magic of technology. I don't know what Anchor uses and there's some other apps out there. Even though they speed you up, they don't fuck up your pitch, man. It's like they keep you in that, um, what am I going to call it, um, Dark Vader pitch. Oh, man, what's his name? Oh, I forget his name. But still, you sound baritone the whole way. So, ain't, you know, ain't no shame in that game. We get you sped up and still sounding as good as ever. That, yeah, that's okay, man. That's okay. But, yeah, that was one of my most memorable gifts that I, I still have to this day. It's, it's somewhere in here. I always have kept it yo you gotta dig that up you gotta dig that up and one day bring it to anchor like yo we going back to the early 90s well was it the early 90s or was it the late 80s holy shit no i don't even (laughs) know it was the early 90s it was the early 90s (laughs) okay 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 we going back it it, it requires four damn double a batteries though that's totally 90s right there See, yo, I'm surprised your mom wasn't like, this fucking kid, he gonna be, mm, in like two days, he gonna be out of batteries, and he ain't getting no new ones, like, that's what, that would have been me, I would be like, yo, just too much recording, the one. Exactly. So, what did you do with it, though? Did you, like, uh, play pranks on your friends, or were you just recording for yourself? Well, I started kind of doing that, playing pranks, like, on the movie, I would, I would have my friend come over, I'm about to go to the bathroom, then I would record something earlier, and I'd be like, man, I'm going to kill this motherfucker. And he's like, man, what the hell? So I would do little stuff like that, right? But then, see, this was a magical thing that started to occur. I started to, like, watch Saturday Night Live and cartoons and shit. So I would try to do my own movie scenes. So one big game I used to play back in the day was called Guess the Movie. It was a game I made up. Pretty much, you know, I would act a scene from a movie or trailer, and my friends would have to guess it. I like this game. That's cool. So I started doing that with the talk boy. I would kind of do it with myself. And I noticed that. And then rap came out. So I would do my little freestyles, my dumbass little freestyles and stuff. 
So, yeah, I just used it a lot. I used it all the time. And then when I would call with girls, I would play something. I would, I would try to record their voice and play it back for them or something. I was just doing a lot of weird little kooky shit as a kid. Man, you was you was talking to girls. You shouldn't have that thing going, man. I'm a, I, I respect you, man. I had no game with the ladies. I was just like, I'm just a cornball when I was a kid. But <laughs> and let me tell you how corny I was. I remember. I don't know what the hell was the matter with me. I hope I was young as hell because I remember this this one Christmas, right? We uh, we were living in Ridgewood, which is kind of ghetto, right? So. Mm-hmm. Me and my mom's, we were passing the store and right up in the front window. I don't know what kind of store it was. I'm pretty sure it was right shady, kind of, you know, like just got a bunch of junk. But for Christmas, it was maybe like a hardware store, but they p- brought out some toys or whatever. And they had the Transformers. They had this like knockoff Constructicons. Like the real toy would have been like 30 bucks. But here they were selling it for like 11 And I remember I was like, yo, mom. That's what I want for Christmas. I don't know what the fuck came over me, man. Like uh-huh. watching the cartoons, something about all the commercials for shit. And like, I didn't have too many Transformers, but I love the Transformers. It was something about, you know, the robots and all that stuff. But anyway, so I see the Constructicon thing and it was cool. Cause it was like six, <clears throat> I think it was six. It was almost like Voltron, but a little bit different. I think it was like six little like, trucks you know like construction things you know like cement mixer you had like a bulldozer you had a crane or whatever right you know they would all be their own robots but then they would all merge to be a big robot and i forgot what the hell the guy was even called you know and i wanted it so bad i made like such a fuss it's the first time i think i ever made one of those like tantrum things Mm -hmm. i was like under 10 years old because right now I ain't too sure, and I'm a little embarrassed <laughs> telling you about this. But I remember, and my mom was like, no, you ain't getting that shit. <gasps> I just was like, damn, I ain't getting that shit. And uh-huh. I just walked, you know, like head hanging, moom open and stuff. I don't know, for the next, I think I was affected for the next week. And I don't remember how much before Christmas this was. But then, I tell you what, man, come Christmas morning, I remember that tree and let me tell you this tree, this is my tree my freaking dad made because we never had a real tree. We had like, I got to tell you the story of him putting the tree together. But wait, that Christmas morning, I remember waking up. Now, I'm, I'm the only kid. So I wake up, I go out and I see this big ass box present under the tree. I was like, oh, damn. Oh, damn. What's that? What could that be? I was so excited. And the one I swear to God, it said like the note was like from Santa. I'm like, oh my God, there is a Santa Claus. There is a Santa Claus. Uh-huh. <laughs> opening, that, opening that freaking, I don't know why, but opening that fucking box that time in Christmas, I was like, I can't believe it. It was the fucking toy I wanted, dog. Oh my God. I was so happy. Believe mm. it. I think I played with that toy for two days straight. But then I don't remember what the fuck happened to it. You know, isn't that so sad? That's how it always go, right? (laughs) I was so excited. I'm like, yeah. Fucking two days later, I'm like, what the fuck? You know, like, it just, that's why I feel like I understand parents now. Being older and adult, I understand parents, man. I totally get where they're coming from. They put so much of their hard-earned money into making your face light up on Christmas. And then two days later, you know, that's just like fucking, you know, they're stepping on it in the middle of the night, going to the bathroom. Like, oh, motherfucker. Exactly. I mean, in a lot of ways, that's parenting. You know, shit. You're going to make your kids happy, but it's going to be something else that they're going to want more and they're going to, you know. So, yeah, man, that story, it it brought up memories for me because my mom, fuck Santa, on the the present, it would say, from mom to you. To you. It was no Santa. You know, the first time I seen Santa was, uh, I think we went to this little thing at some little group theater it was like some like well they're handing out some gifts and stuff like just little stuff like pins and shit and that's the first time i kind of seen like a person dressed up as santa but my mom didn't play that shit she's like no i spent this motherfucking money ain't no way in hell you think it's some fat ass white dude just came up in here and gave you some shit <laughs> you know that's so funny man i mean i i, I don't even remember when I, I remember waiting for santa you know see that's the thing you didn't have 
Man, I remember this one Christmas, the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was on TV with the yeah. teammates. Like, fuck that. I don't want to see that shit. I'm waiting for Santa. I want to see him come into the house. And there was snow outside. And I'm like, oh, I know. I want to see these footsteps. I don't remember how I fell asleep, but I'm sure I fell asleep right there by the window, dog. I fell asleep by the window. <laughs> never seen Santa Claus. And you know what? The funny thing is, once I realized that Santa was fake, I forgot who told me where. It was somebody's older brother or sister. Yeah. Said, you, you lie. There is a Santa Claus. I remember how freaking, you know, crazy I was, like, about that stuff. as a little kid, like, no. Uh-huh. Right? And then you find out it's fake. And, dude, I got to tell you, it's, like, life-changing. Mm. Because, like, for me, it was like, oh, they're lying about Santa Claus? What else are they lying about? What about God? Is he real? Shit. Come on now. You know, like that just put me in a whole different, like, skeptical. I wish, I actually wish my parents never lied to me about Santa Claus, to tell you the truth. Because maybe I'd be more gullible and believe some other stuff. But, yo, man, I tell you, man, that was just like, mm, when you learn people could lie to you. Mm, just, I'm, I'm in a bad mood. Sorry, I'm, like, bringing down the Christmas vibe. But. <laughs> no, you're not bringing down the vibe. Uh, it just sent you down a dark path ever since then. And that's why we have the random devil's advocate Momac now. Yeah, but, well, listen, I still love the idea of the Santa Claus stuff. But y'all folks, you better watch out. How you lying to them kids? They won't believe you on anything else, man. Well, actually, let me just bring it back. My parents, my mom, oh, she was just terrible. She always lied to me. She'd be like, I'll get you this. You know, like, she would manipulate my little ass. Ooh, that's right. <laughs> right. Now, when did your mom kind of cut you off from getting gifts? Like oh, man. the gifts, you know, the expended, the, the kitty type. You know, when did she was like, nah, you can work and get you a job and buy your own shit. You know what? I don't remember, but definitely in uh, like middle school, I don't remember getting any. You know, I was like once. Yeah, definitely by. See, at one point, I remember. I think it was like third or fourth grade. They they got they got themselves into one of those like oh yeah you come and check out this uh, seminar thingy whatever trying to sell them some timeshare in Pennsylvania, but they would get a free gift for it. And I think the two choices were like a black and white TV. I'm like the fuck we going to with a black and white TV? You know like they asked me what they what I wanted because both the gifts sucked. It was either uh-huh. <laughs> they were going to give me or they had the other thing was like this Atari computer. And by Atari computer, it was like the Commodore 64. It was just a keyboard. The computer was like in the keyboard, you know, and you plugged it into the TV and shit. And I was like, oh, that looks cool. And it had like things for cartridges so you could play games. So I was like, oh, we getting that. We get, I don't even know what it is, but I want that thing, <laughs> you know? So they, they actually let me get the computer. And, you know, since I got that computer, it had video games. I got, I got like Defender, Pac-Man, and some other couple of games on it. And after uh-huh. that, I was into games, man. I was into games. So as soon as I got that computer, man, short, shortly after that, toys, uh-uh, not interested. It had to be a video game. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, at one point, so by the time I was, like, a freshman in high school, yeah, gifts weren't happening. Gifts were, like, either some money. Like, they went back to, like, old school Romanian. They're like, yeah, you either get money to buy yourself some clothes or you just getting clothes off the bat. You know, like, y- you need boots. You need shoes, right? You need pants. You need a jacket. That's what you get. That's Christmas, you know. And they weren't playing that toy game anymore. Ah. Uh. But it's it's all right because you know I still wanted stuff like I got. I remember what what in like '92, Terminator Two came out. Oh, I, you know I had me a motorcycle jacket. The oh leather- yeah. Oh yeah. You got to look like fucking Schwarzenegger coming down. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody had that kind of shit going off. And uh, and wait, when was I don't know why, but I swear to God, I tell you the one when I was a real little kid, my parents were fucked up. I'm pretty sure I had a red Michael Jackson super zipper jacket as a little kid, bro. I'm t- oh, man, you know everybody. Hey, you gotta grab your crotch. Oh. <laughs> I pull off the dance moves, but everything else, I love Michael. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That would have been awesome, though. If I could have pulled off the dance moves, woo! Yeah, Mo Mac, I'm pretty sure you had a couple moves in you, man. You know what's interesting for me? What? I can tell you exactly when I stopped getting, like, the good gifts and shit, where it became, like, socks and boxers and cologne and shit. 
What, when was that? It's it, I, it's it's a it's a video game history because I'm I'm gonna go by consoles, right? So, all right. Sega Genesis. I got that for Christmas. Super Nin- then I got the Super Nintendo. Oh, we'd look at '94. All right. Mm-hmm. Then I got the PlayStation. Ninety-five, ninety-six. Okay. Then I got the Nintendo sixty-four. Ooh, was that ninety-eight? Must have been. And that was it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. It's over. I didn't get nothing else anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Wish somebody would have told you, right? Like, oh, this is how. Oh, damn! Exactly. And I remember how shady my mom was. I hope you listening to this, mom. I wanted a computer. You remember when those IMAX they had the colorful ones and shit, like the green? Man, picture. I'm gonna take a picture. I got the postcard for when that IMAX came out on my wall. Wait, that's how we're gonna be doing this during the pop video today. Yes. The first iMac in 98 came out? I know. That was the revival. Now, my friend, he had one, and my other friend, because they went to this school that gave them one, but they were supposed <laughs> to give it back. Okay, okay. Did those so, Macs make back, or they just walked? They just <laughs> shut them They pretty home. much kept those. <laughs> <laughs> so I was so jealous, man, and I had no computer, and this was right around the eve of when, you know, internet was starting to become a big thing, and... Definitely. Going online, and my mom was like, "No, you ain't getting no computer. You get your own computer." And I was like, "Man, yeah, that's you, mom." But you gotta, you know, what she know what she was investing in. She ain't know what you're gonna do with it. She just thought it was another big ass console for your ass. And she like, "Yo, you done with games? You ain't gonna get that fucking nine hundred thousand dollar console." And back then, trust me. That whatever nine hundred thousand dollars was more like two thousand dollars nowadays. So exactly, you're right. And you know what? It set me on my tech technology journey because by her saying not to like she wouldn't get it, it was the first thing. That was one of the first things I bought with my check when I got my own money was a PlayStation Two. Oh well, let me ask you this. Hold on, let me ask you this. Did that motivate you to get a job? Yes, yes, that motivated me. Um, because I was a spoiled kid, so a lot of my friends it was. You know, getting Jordans and clothes and stuff. And my mom was already getting me that. So I was like, I don't need to go get a job for what? I already got gear. I'm already fly. Y'all ain't got nothing. So, so basically, we fast forward and my dumb ass got the same clothes on that I said when they have <laughs> the clothes my mom got me then was the same ones I had for a couple of years. I was like, well, I should stop looking like a Simpsons character. Now I think I need a job. Right, right. No, I feel you, man. I was like, I think my first job, I don't know what legal age, I think at 14 you could start working. And uh, I think I missed that one. But at 15, boy, I was working to get me some clothes. Because, you know, you got to look kind of fly in high school, man. Ain't nobody else going to take care of you. Ain't Santa Claus coming down to make you look good. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I feel you. That job motivation, I was right there. So, whoa, I've been working since I was 15. Motherfuck, I've been working for a long time. Labor done snatched your life away, huh? That's all right, though. You know what? It's it's it was a trade I was willing to make, and it's it's actually good because I learned how to like I had a bank account, credit card, and all that shit before eighteen. Like I remember applying for credit like when I was nineteen and shit. Like the you know like the lady in the bank looking at me like fucking kidding me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She like right. she, she ran the credit check on me like oh shit, go. Your credit is good. <laughs> like they gave me a good rate and everything. I was like, Mama raised you right. That's what that was. You know what it is? That old ass Eastern European immigrant upbringing. You don't lend or borrow no money. You know what I'm saying? You pay all your shit off. You ain't got it. You ain't got it. So you ain't going to get it. So you best work your ass off to make that money to buy shit. Like, you know, I never spent something I never had. You know, I'd have mm-hmm. to wait, save up and make that money before I get to spend it. Even if it was on credit, you know what I'm saying? Like, I had to have the money in the motherfucking bank before I put that credit card down. So, right. yeah, lessons, um, they stuck with me. They stuck with me. And that's good, man, because, you know, you you always seem like a smart guy, business savvy. So all those lessons that you uh, acquired, they still uh, well, resonate with you now. You know what? It's not the lessons. It's also the personality, because it's my dad, man. Let me tell you how we had it. 
Talk about some immigrant times and Christmas. My dad ain't never buy a tree like a real life tree. I fucking never knew what a tree was. My man had a pole, looked like a broomstick. I swear to God, when Christmas come around, I'm like, Dad, what you doing in the basement? Had this pole with a broomstick. He had, it must have been like, well, and I'm not even joking, like, I don't know, 300 yards of green thread, like just thread. Mm-hmm. But like yarn, like big green yarn. And he would start wrapping the pole. I'm like, what the fuck? And then he'd have this whole thing of like artificial tree branches on hangers. Like they were wire things, you know, that actually look like toilet brushes, to be honest with you, that were meant to look like, <laughs> like Christmas tree branches. And he'd stick one on the pole, wrap the freaking thread around it, then stick another one, wrap it. And dude, I tell you, this man, I love him. God bless dad. I love you so much. Four hours later, after freaking wrapping that twine around and putting branch after branch, like this was not the easy tree to assemble. Four hours later, we'd have a Christmas tree. Holy shit. Like that's how he used to build up the tree, man. It's crazy when you think about it. It's crazy. And, and you better believe that was made with love. That, you know what? That's the truth, though. It was a lot of love. My mom decorated like tree like crazy. The tinsel, the this, the that, whatever. The star on top. They, you know, they went all out to make it as Christmassy as it can. And one, she ever realized this is the most amazing thing to me. Christmas lights. I don't know what the fuck happens between the time you buy the Christmas lights new. You buy them new. You plug them in. They all work. You take them down. You put them in a box. The next year, you bring those same lights out. Mind you, they've been only sitting in the same fucking box for the past year. Nobody touched them. None of them shits work, man. You plug it. Right. What the fuck's up with that? My dad, he used to have the light bulb. He'd be testing every light. I don't know how he'd do it, but he'd get that shit to work. <laughs> I swear to God, none of them would light up. But, yo, he'd be there, like, like taking bulbs out, replacing bulbs and shit. Uh -huh. And by the end of the day, he would have all the lights working. This man was so patient. And it's like that World War II mentality or something like you hear about it. The old people, they're talking about like, oh, we wouldn't waste anything. Like, man, I swear to God, my dad was all about that. I, I think he had the same Christmas lights for like 20 years. <laughs> never, <laughs> never buying any new ones or anything like that, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. So that always, whenever I see Christmas lights and I, I can't get them to work, I feel like I failed my dad. I'd be like, no. I don't care if it takes three hours. I'm going to make these Christmas lights right. work. <laughs> Cause he's looking down at me like, son, what I teach you, you, you know, like I want, I don't want to let him down. Now, when you bring this up with the memories with your father, it kind of makes me uh, think about my time as a father. So I'll transition into this. My first time celebrating Christmas as a dad, it wasn't instantly with my firstborn. We were uh, at the time the mother of my kids and, and mother of my kids and I. Um, when it was just one kid, we were very like, no, Christmas is stupid. It's a pagan holiday, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And oh, no kidding. I remember we were, my mom wanted me to come over. I'm like, no, we don't celebrate. I was trying to be gung-ho about it. And then my sister spazzed on me on Facebook. So we had this little, <laughs> <laughs> this is a true story. On Woo! Facebook, we were going back and forth. And she was like, uh-huh, you're going to eat this food. Don't celebrate that. And <laughs> so we were just going back and forth this is probably like about seven years ago so this is a long time ago but basically mm -hmm. as i started to get older and more mature and money was getting better we started celebrating christmas and i remember the first one we celebrated uh my my daughter was born at this time so it was the two of them and i remember how cool it was to kind of like pass down like what I could of the tradition that I had with my family. Cause uh, the mother of my kids, her Christmases were like shitty. Her mom was like, it's, it's really bad. That's a whole different story. But um, <laughs> I, in a way I was putting on for Christmas, not only for my kids, but also for her. So oh, nice. nice. Yeah, it was cool seeing my, I remember still remember my, my Instagram picture I took of my son. Cause this was when Instagram still kind of new. Um, of my son and my daughter kind of holding hands, going to the tree. It's just a mm -hmm. candid moment, captured it. I remember their faces. My son not knowing what the hell's going on, opening these gifts, like, what the, okay. And <laughs> he started lighting up, getting happy. It was, it was interesting because he hadn't, it, it's not like he's seen a bunch of movies on it. And True. my son, he's autistic. So, you know, he kind of learns in a different way. But it was like, once you start opening that gift, 
he just knew how to react like any other kid, even though he hadn't been around that or exposed to that. So that let me know that um, this is a special moments that you share. And it's like reliving this ancestry as humans, um, not just uh, reliving this ritual as humans of this custom of Christmas. Cause you know, it's, it's around the same time as people will know when it's, wintery outside and you know harvest and stuff like that back then was a big deal now it's like you know you can go to the supermarket and get it and it's seasonal all year round but back then shit it wasn't no market it was like it's market's closed motherfucker it's cold now so i can imagine they had to escape a lot of that with these customs and rituals and it still is kind of there within the holidays that we celebrate today so i'm not trying to say people have to celebrate holidays, but you come sometimes you can get online and now everybody's saying I ain't celebrating this and just like I used to say, and it's their choice. But for me, I feel that um it's having those moments, those special moments with your family, um, with holidays, because obviously I have it all the time without the holidays, but with the holidays it's special when the kids see the tree lit up and even though I know Christmas presents under it, they're still happy, they still play with the tree and um it's still a great time. So yeah, as a father, as it's it's such a different experience, but at the same time, it's the same experience, but in a different way. You've graduated to the father level. You like right. you're the making those special moments happen it's scary to think too mo mac that pretty soon you know my sister and i are going to be the ones carrying on this legacy you know right and i'm thinking like man i'm gonna be the one having to cook meals now and make the yogurt pies for my teenagers when they get older so it's kind of scary to think that that's you know just down the road it won't be that long you blink and all of a sudden, my kids going to be teenagers, and I'm probably going to be living somewhere else or whatever. But, yeah, it's, it's just a special time of the year. I know life moves fast, but you know what? Those traditions are worth it. You know, like you got the – like I, I – I'm I'm about to go on eBay and find me a Romanian sausage making machine. I bet you – I tell you what. Hell, <laughs> <laughs> me too. Shit, that sounds good. No, I'm bringing the sausage machine to your house. You make the yoga pies. I make the sausage. Mickey will do the sushi. We're going to have ourselves an international Christmas going on at your place. Because I tell you, man, I feel you. When you tell me that story, I feel a special certain way. And um, I'm looking at my little tree now. Let me tell you. This is like the Charlie Brown tree. No, it's even more pathetic. (laughs) But it's little as fuck. It's about the size of two sneakers standing up. It's cute, man. Mm -hmm. I'm trying. I'll give you a little picture of it so you see what I'm talking about. But you know what? It's like, yeah, it's worth all that hassle. Christmas is actually worth all that hassle because you know what? I'm with you. I feel you when you're talking about the commercialism and all that other bullshit that you could see happening during Christmas. Mm -hmm. But on the flip side... When you're talking about all the joy that comes along with it, you know, just the good feelings and just a time to be a little bit more luxurious, you know, like just give all that you got without having to worry about anything, man. At the same time, that just it just fills you up with such joy, warmth and peace. Yes. Yeah. It's it's always a good holiday. It is always a good holiday. And check this out. You know, what's funny about Christmas in I mean, it must be different all over the world, but I could tell you about Japan because I've gone there. Christmas in Japan, or at least Christmas Eve, the 25th. Yeah. Is it Christmas? 24th is Christmas Eve. It turns out to be more like a Valentine's Day over there because it's a romantic time for like young couples and shit. Like, oh. yo, if, yeah. So if you ain't got somebody on Christmas Eve, you know, like, I, I think it, it must be all these movies because all the movies, if you see around Christmas, you got the Santa Claus movies and then you got like the romantic movies, right? It's all yeah. about like the couples and like the romantic comedies and whatnot and all that shit. So I got a confession. Yeah. What's that? You know, like when people say, oh, Christmas time, I love to watch all the movies and listen to all the music. I didn't have that as a kid. Oh, Charlie really? Brown, all that stuff. I don't. I still have not watched a Christmas Story. I haven't watched any of that shit. Yo, Charlie Brown is good. You gotta watch that, man. The Grinch is still Christmas. Come on now. 
Yeah, we're, we're my family. We didn't really. I, I can't remember us like watching like there was Christmas time, so I gotta watch this or that movie. I never had that, so I guess I could try that this year. But honestly, like I said, I never really watched those things. I hear about it all the time, though. I hear I heard so much of it that I can kind of piece together the events and why it's magical and all that stuff. Even with yeah. Christmas music, but there was one thing that I had a couple of years ago and it got destroyed at the, What's that? I had these Christmas lights that would play like the Christmas music. <laughs> really? And okay. The, okay. I would never buy that. Cause I can't even get Christmas lights to work after a year. Like I just talked about. So adding music on top of that. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. It's like a, it's a little box where it plays music, you know, the lights will flash and synchronize with the music. And the reason why I like this, because it, it's nostalgia, because my mom had these sort of Christmas lights. So growing up, that was a big part. You know, every Christmas, so it's, it's you know, the little polyphonic sound or whatever. But it's your mom, yo, you, your mom sounded like she was a DJ man back in the day, like having the light show going on and everything. Yeah, she wow. tried to do a little bit for uh, the holiday season. Hmm. I like that, man. I like that. I, I'm kind of into it now that you talk about it, you know, because I got these, I got like these new um, LED lights. Uh -huh. They have lots of like different like settings and shit. Of course, they're not like tuned to any music, but I could imagine that could be something pretty fucking cool, actually. Have them going through the music. Yeah, man. I, I miss those lights. I got them off of Amazon. I'm going to have to get them again, but it's going to be a little later. But I'm not going to take my tree down probably to like april or something that's usually how it goes for me oh what for real april what wait how can you do that you keeping your tree up till april say that again well first off you know we have christmas on the 25th of december but Correct. in my world there's another christmas tax what? season oh <laughs> <laughs> no that's that's like, that's the worst day for me, man. That's what they get the rest of my money. I'm like, God, they say money. They're like, yeah, well, hand over half of that, motherfucker. But that's all right. If it's going to you, Duan, if it goes to it's you. coming all to me, all the rings. <laughs> so, wait, tell me about this amazing tax season because i'm you know what i'm gonna have to talk to you and live through you when it comes to tax season because that is the worst time of my life well see momac this is a reflection that it's broke folk holiday you're not <laughs> broke so you don't you hate tax season but for motherfuckers like me who got a bunch of dependents oh yeah that you deserve it Mm. Yes, I, I, I feel that I do. I love my kids very much. It ain't no tax season, you know, cuffing season shit going on with me. My kids love me and they love to see me and they mama still love me as well. So, um, yeah, that's that's when I, I'm able to do what I couldn't do on December 25th. And of course, you know, priorities, bills, credit cards uh, this season. Oh, I'm going to finally pay off the car note finally. So. No more car note debiting out of my account and leaving me overdraft. That's going to feel good, man. I hear everybody talk about when that shit is gone. It's like, yo, I'll ride a hoopty for the rest of my life so I don't have to see that car note come up on me. Yeah, man. Good for you. Yeah, so that's, that's yes. And um, Black Santa is going to be very kind to me. Yes. <laughs> you know what's funny about this? I heard you talking about this, and then I found out it was old Richard Pryor uh, you know, comedy bits, and he talks about the same thing, man. So it's it's true for a lot of people still, like it was back then. It's a holiday that we're bringing, <laughs> and the year after it keeps on going, baby, keeps on giving. That's so great, man. Blessed, man. Blessed, blessed Uncle Sam that could pay some nice and you know drop some nice gifts on your ass, though. But fuck that. You know what? Wait, I'm pissed off. Fuck that guy. Hold on. Fuck Uncle Sam. He's been holding your money for so long, making interest on it, and then he finally gives it to you. You deserve that money. You can take that money. Fuck but that, but besides man. that, 
I could, I let me come down. The tree. I like seeing the tree at night. Like right now, I turn. I like turning all the lights off in the house, and that being the only source of light for a little while. Yes, yes, that is a good look. That is a great look. The same thing. Like I have like those LED lights. They go up way before Christmas, even before we have a tree up, and we just like dangle them on, you know, furniture and stuff. Like make it look nice, and just have that at night, you know, lighting up the whole room. And it's such a peaceful, you know, nice warm kind of light that just yeah. Mm, yeah, that's, that's such a good look. I feel you on that, though. I definitely feel you on that. And you know what's funny? You were mentioning music and how the music and the lights come. Dude, the one thing that is big, uh, and I had to put it on my station, is Romanian Christmas songs. That's one thing that, like, for whatever reason, <laughs> you're going to like this. He had the, you know, I remember when he got the auto-reverse tape. He popped those tapes in, and boy, it was like nonstop, man. All from like as soon as he got up in the morning, eight o'clock at night, drinking and stuff. Those Romanian Christmas carols were going on, man, at the house. And it's, you know what? I didn't think I'd miss it. I was like, oh my god, this fucking Romanian music. You know, you could imagine as a kid, you're like, ah, you want to be cool. You want to leave that Romanian, right, right. Right, like you want to be American and be cool like everybody else in school and stuff like that. But now that I think about it, I'm like, man, I kind of miss that stuff. I kind of wish, I wish I had some Romanian friends. Like I'm a little confessing over here. It's a big part of your culture and childhood. So it's cool when you have moments on Anchor where you're looking through music and all of a sudden you're thinking of this idea and you find some Romanian Christmas music and it brings back memories. Brings back great memories. I got to tell you, I was like, oh, you know, I'm rocking to it. And then anybody coming to my stage, like, the fuck is this shit? It's not like some, <laughs> some crazy, <laughs> you know, that's some Romanianness for you. And uh, that's what like everybody got greeted to when they come to the house. But that's the other thing I remember about those Christmas holidays is just how fucking happy my dad and mom were. Like, you know what? Whenever I had friends over, I was like, oh, no, they're going to have to, you know, meet my parents or whatever. But I didn't realize this. As weird and European as my parents were, they were fucking cool as hell, man. Yeah. It was cool. They would get your ass drunk. How old are you? Uh, whatever. You're standing. You could drink. Boom. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> they get them kids drunk. It was a party, man, every time. So fucking cool. Uh, man, in fact, I remember one time my boys came over. It must have been senior year of high school. Um and at that time, we, you know, we was experimenting with a little bit of the herbal, this and that, whatever. Yeah. You know, and we spent the night chilling, whatever, woke up in the morning. See my dad fucking chilling over there. It's like, yo, dad, what you doing? He's like, man, you guys got ripped off on the <laughs> skunk weed y'all bought. <laughs> like, he's... <laughs> Fucking dad smoked. He's like, my friend looked at me. He's like, yo, your dad smoked our weed. <laughs> like, what you mean our weed? It was like your weed and stuff. But you know, he had a sample. You spend it. I don't know. Like, <laughs> 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 fucking cool, man. Like, oh, that's a good dad. It's a good dad. Always bailing me out. You know, that's kind of bad though. He was a a facilitator. Yeah, he was a facilitator. He was definitely. Hey, man, that's that's the type of dads that. Many people, you know, who got some fucked up lives wish they had, you know? Absolutely. You know what? I never had the problem with, like, oh, my dad beating me or saying anything bad. You know, he was so supportive, cool, relaxed about everything. So always had a great relationship with my pops. And you know what sucks? Like, you see it at a certain age, you get to uh, the point where you're not that, you know, you're not as strong as you were when you were younger and stuff. Yeah. And he wasn't just as cool being an immigrant. And I could see a lot of people like, you know, give him, give him a lot of shade and he never deserved it, you know, but that's, you know, th- those are bad people. It's all right. He also had great friends and a lot of people love them. So uh, at the same time, you know, if, if you do everything that's right, you relax. He's a little hot headed, which unfortunately I unfortunately have a little bit of those traits as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but now I could catch myself like, like, why the fuck am I so hot headed? It's not cool. It's actually not cool. But everything else is cool. So, you know, I love my dad for everything he did. And at the same time, you got to you got to hate him for everything, too, at the same time. Right. Like, I'm sure you're like, <laughs> we have so many good things about us and there's so many faults at the same time. So it's rough. It's rough. R.I.P. Pop Momac. Yep. Right. Big dad just chilling. Yeah, that's one thing that's sad, Duan. Like, that's the biggest change. Let's talk about the biggest change now that we're adults, right? Yeah, yeah. In fact, 
Let's talk about how you're going to spend the next week. When Christmas comes, where are you going to be, man? Tell me about where you're going to be. Great minds think alike. I was just thinking of asking you this also. But you know what my Christmas is going to consist of mainly this year? What's that? Working. Oh, <laughs> shit. I'm going to be picking up some overtime. Uh, I, I seize the opportunity. Because you know now I work Sunday, uh, Sunday to Thursday now, so right, or Thursday right. to Sunday I should say. So um, basically, Sundays are like a holiday schedule, so it's easy now to do a holiday type of thing. So this week I will be working day, which is usually my day off. Oh shit! You're working Friday. You're working Friday. Oh man. Okay. Yep. So I'll be working Friday. Which means everyone that knows a little bit behind the stirring the pot magic that this is not Friday when you're hearing you're hearing this Friday, but we recorded this earlier because we're smart now. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> right, right. Finally. <laughs> so yeah, I'll be working that Friday. Then I come. Then I get off Saturday. Then I work Sunday, and that Christmas, I'm going to be working that Monday. But after Christmas, I'm not really sure. Maybe I'll stop by my mom's, or I don't know, or maybe the the next day. One of the days, I'll, I'll get over to my mom's crib and do the hug and kisses and throw that Tupperware and pretend like it wasn't mine. Like, I, I don't know who that is. You can fill it up. I'll find them. I'll find whoever, whoever who this is. I'll take it to them. See, see, this must be the difference. How many brothers and sisters you got? How big is your family? Because my ass is different. Like, I go to I go to my parents' house, and it's just me and Mickey. You know, she, my mom's make food for like 20 people. And she's like, oh, you can't leave without like stacks of Tupperware. So right, right. I'm like, oh, my God, the fridge, we can't, like, half the food goes bad. I feel so terrible all the time. But, um, yeah, that's part of family, man. That's that's how, you know, that's what I, I would do with my kids. Shit. If they come over for Christmas, I fill them up. I'll be like, yo, you, got, you kids are going home fat. Today, tomorrow, you best know that I got you for the whole week. Right. Now that I'm a working man, my mom mm -hmm. does not mind it as much. You know, back in the day, she used to kind of rag on me a little bit because I wasn't working and stuff. But obviously, now that I'm working, got kids, she don't, she don't mind giving me food and stuff. But you asked about siblings. I have an older brother. One older brother, okay. And I got a younger sister. And I got a couple of brothers and sisters on my dad's side. <laughs> Ooh, that's a big family. That's a big family. That's all. And plus, you, your kids. How many kids do each of them have? Does everybody have kids? Yeah, yeah. My brother, he got a few. My sister, she got one. And I have five. Wow. We know I would you. have never thought I would be the one with the most kids out of my my, my siblings. Yeah, this Dewan, man. Do you just look at your wife and she get pregnant? Like, what is? Damn, your sperm just 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 so damn strong. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's do a little corrections here. Um, mother of my kids. Now we got to scratch that wife part out now for the time being, and also. Um, I retired that. So there's no more baby making for me. <laughs> yeah, watch out, man. You're just saving up. I'm, I'm afraid next next woman, God forbid, next woman you wish, she's going to have twins, triplets. Oh, Lord, please. <laughs> it's only going to be triplet condoms on that dresser. You feel me? I feel you. You know what? You got to take every precaution necessary. Because <laughs> you'd be, you be leaving them in wheelchairs, bro. Woo! Woo! Uh, I mean, you know, actually, that's a good problem to have. God bless you. Five kids, that's beautiful. You know what I say? When there are people like you in the world, there should be more people like you in the world. Duane. You're just so great. Enjoy to be around. A happy guy. I always say, and I'm sure Asia is the same. Oh, sorry. I'm not. Asterisk wifey, let me correct myself. I wish we could bleep that out. But maybe... We're amongst friends, yes. Asia. So she is, she must be just as magical as you are because, you know what, it, it to be, a you know, like, to be a partner to your, you know, like to match your amazingness, she's got to be just as awesome. So you guys having the kids, I'm sure that, you know, you brought in some great kids. I can't wait to see them mature into teenagers. I hope I'm around for it. I, I, I could only hope. And I'm sure it's going to be some great times because I'm sure those kids are going to do some amazing things. bro. You better watch out. 
Yes, you will be around for it. And I'm just looking much as forward to it as you are. They seem to talk and ask questions. They feel like teenagers now. Good. Yes. Yeah. They're smart, Dewan. You know what? When I was a kid, I was like, eh, whatever. You know, I didn't think kids were so smart. Yo, kids are smart. Don't let people fake you out. I mean, there's some things they don't know just yet. Right, right. But I tell you something, man. By the time they're three and four, you could always, you could see them thinking. You're like, oh, damn, man. Oh, you know, they already telling their mama business. Every time they come over here, they're telling me something new. She thinks I'm telling them to say it. I'm like, I, I'm not, I swear, that's them. I don't know. I'm finding out asking. about these guys or whatever. We got something to talk about. Let me get this gun real quick. <laughs> you putting them in the room, giving them water torture. And shit, right. <laughs> like, where, where was she at? What was she wearing? Where <laughs> <laughs> I could only imagine. I could only imagine. Oh shoot! Oh. See, but that's why they love you, man. They want you, you know, always to be around. So I could understand, man. If I was, if I was one of your kids, you know, I'd be. I have your back, Dad. I would have your back for sure. So I could totally understand that. I appreciate it, man. Well, I got some uh, a first for our station. We have passed the hour barrier officially. What? It's been an hour? What yes. are you talking? Shit, it's been an hour. I thought we were just getting warmed up. Holy cow. Wait, wait a minute. That is, well, these episodes just keep on getting longer and longer. Hopefully better and better. I hope our uh, anybody listening would agree. Oh, yeah. I, I, man, they y'all better be calling in, commenting, sharing. And I mean sharing by sharing it on your Facebook, Twitter. It's that damn good. And the echoes, of course. Of course, but I definitely want to hear what everybody else is doing for Christmas, what they plan on doing, yes. what they done as little kids. I love the way we went everywhere with this episode. It was great reliving all those moments. And I tell you what, that's what the magic is behind those movies. When everybody sees those movies or listens to the music or goes to the food, they remember how awesome it was the first time they experienced those things in real life, you know. And what better way to celebrate, you know, a holiday that only comes around once a year. It's almost like your birthday, right? It's one of those chances where you get to lay back, forget about work, and just be around the people you love and care about. So that being said, everybody, I wish everybody some happy holidays. Yes. And happy holidays, everyone. Peace and love. <laughs>